0: Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the Welcome to the Movie Podcast. Presented by RMJ Media. Season Screaming Skitties. Welcome back to the Movie Pit Podcast. Thank you again for joining us on the last week of Holiday Horror with Christmas Buddy Christmas. This is your host, Ryan, and joined as always, Seth. Howdy, y'all. So, before we get into this, <laughs> as we always do, what you've been watching, what do you want to see?
1: Uh, let's see here. Yesterday, I watched. Um I want to say it's called a river runs through
0: Uh old with ass
1: Brad Pitt. Yeah, bro. A river runs through. River uh, runs through. Yeah. That movie was good, dude. Uh, that, that's a ter- tear jerker of a movie towards the end of it, <laughs> man. I, I knew that he was going to die and I was a little kind of bummed out the way that they just kind of explained it, but you kind of saw it coming. Um, but yeah, killer ass movie. I don't know why I decided to choose. It. I was just like, you know what? Let's throw out something random. And uh, I saw old ass Brad Pitt and a very, very, very young, um, What's His Ass uh, Gordon Lovett um, yeah
0: um, I'm trying to think who plays Brad Pitt's brother in that is it Craig Schaefer I think so I think I, it's Craig Schaefer I recognized him but I didn't I was like I don't know I think right. he was in one of the Hellraiser movies <laughs> at <one laughs> <Okay>. point <laughs> alright alright but don't quote me on that I have, it's been a long time since i've watched that fucking movie yeah um that was mainly a movie that my mom would watch and i'd be walking through the living room while she was watching it
1: yeah i should have uh, probably watched it with the wife i think she would have liked it
0: oh yeah that yeah. one like mm-hmm. you want to watch one with your wife that uh, if she hasn't already seen it that she'll love fried green tomatoes
1: oh yeah Oof. that's a that's a classic driving miss daisy uh the, yeah
0: what the bridges of madison county oh, shit like that <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, yeah, man. The classics, though. I mean, they don't they, they, want
0: to see Clint Eastwood and Meryl Streep in a sex scene.
1: Oh man, dude, I I have that on repeat on my cell phone. I watch that shit on. I have that in
0: repeat in my mind for the <laughs> end of time. That's why I haven't watched that piece of shit.
1: <laughs> I need it. I need it. Um But other than that, I um, I'm fucking pumped. I am praying to God that I do get to see. Um, the mean one in theaters, uh, while it is playing, I know Yeah, I can get a digital and ship, but fuck that. I want to see it in the theater for sure. It just looks like something that deserves to be seen on the big screen.
0: Well, I'll let you know how it is. Cause yeah, I am going tomorrow. <laughs> I know. If I wasn't going to Kentucky, <laughs> I was going to say, if you were leaving one day later, your ass would be in the theater next to me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> making fun. But have you seen anything else? Um,
1: no, let's see. Um, I did, you, you mentioned Megan the other day and I saw this, uh, trailer where she runs on all fucking fours, dude? Yeah. What the shit that is scary and creepy as fuck. <laughs> I, I,
0: every tra- like every trailer I see for that movie just makes me more and more nervous for it. I'm okay. like, oh no, it's going to be awful. Yeah, oh I think no, it's going to be it's one it's going to be awful. Like oh we're no, it's the gonna trailers. Be God fucking awful. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um but uh let's see here. Fuck. Mm. Been watching, there's this uh, show on Netflix called uh, Inside Job. It's essentially, okay. it's a cartoon and it's like a parody making fun of all the conspiracy theory shit that they have over the years. Like Mothman and like okay. MK Ultra and robots and clones and reptilians and all this shit. It, it's, it's got a great cast and it's really fucking funny. I've watched it a couple times and I do recommend if you guys are into the conspiracy theory shit, it, it pokes fun at a lot of stuff. Okay. What about you? What you been watching?
0: Well, I finished uh, going through the five seasons of Alias um I love that show I don't know if you ever saw it. I actually haven't like seen that. it no you'd probably get a kick out of it it's uh JJ Abrams first TV show okay it's actually one of the earliest things I can remember uh Bradley Cooper being in oh um Alias? Before, yeah oh. with starring uh Jennifer Garner pretty much what the premise of it is is she believes that she's working for the CIA Okay. But she's actually working for an enemy of the United States, pretending to be the CIA. Nice. So she becomes a double agent when she <laughs> discovers this, and actually starts working for the CIA while working for SD Six at the same time. So she's like double agent, kind of. Yeah, it's it's a great fucking show. Cool. Um, haven't watched. Uh, well, I watched the the, the uh, Departed. It's been a while since I watched that. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Uh, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, uh, I love that movie. Where he's though. like his
1: son or whatever, but he's a he's a he's a mobster or something, and the one's a cop, right or something. Yeah. Matt D-
0: Matt Damon is Jack Nicholson's adoptive son. Mm.
1: Matt Damon, and
0: he's the cop who's working for the mafia. Leonardo DiCaprio is a cop who goes undercover in Mm, the Mafia, so it's kind of like a flip-flop thing. I like that movie. Oh, it's fucking great. Mm -hmm. Um, I did bang through and watched the entire first season of Wednesday. Oh, you did sit through it. Okay. It was a rough three episodes. I will say it got... I'll say it got better after the third episode. Okay. The movie that the TV show was trying way too hard, in my opinion, to be Adam's family meets Veronica Mars.
1: OK, yeah. I was like supernaturally kind of.
0: Well, like it, it was just too fucking murder mystery. Like, yeah, that's exactly what I mean Wednesday amateur detective. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> Where's Scooby Doo up in this bitch? And because I know last last podcast you were talking about uh, wanting to talk to me about Fester. Fred Arm Fred
1: Armisen. Right.
0: I didn't realize that that's who played him. Mm. I hate that man with a fiery fucking passion. For so real, dude? I hate him. He's hilarious. Like Portlandia is one of the worst <laughs> fucking things I've ever seen in my fucking life. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. I I respect your opinion on that. So now I understand why you got, like, couldn't.
1: But he's all talks like this and when you
0: compared him to Willy Wonka, Johnny Depp's Willy yes, Wonka. Uh huh. That's how Fred Arminson is. He he's a fucking terrible actor. Uh, you know, he I drums just and shit it. too. He's a badass drummer oh, and he that's plays a music. Beautiful thing. I'm not <laughs> I, commenting on his <laughs> <that's> musical skills. <laughs> that's fair. I'm yeah. commenting on his acting and comedic skills. Fair. Damn, that's a bummer,
1: dude. <laughs> I I think he's hilarious. He's been in a lot of shit. Him.
0: I never liked him even back when he was on SNL. Okay. Never liked him. Okay. But I think uh, Jenna Ortega did a f- phenomenal job as playing Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Um, I love the portrayal of Thing mm-hmm. in the entire All series. All frankenstein and yeah, shit. Yeah, I love that. Um, wasn't too jazzed with Luis Guzman or uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones being gomez and morticia
1: there was no energy between them that sexy vibe that those two have like it, they did it not have was it
0: like so fucking far from the mark dude yeah so fucking far from the mark he he does not portray
1: well but again it's it's what's his ass right it's tim burton so everything has to be well, kind of yeah. dingy
0: um it definitely had what i would say the feeling of like when he did sleepy hollow Okay. Yes. And it had that look to it, mm-hmm. so I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest, my biggest issue beyond Fred Armisen is that I predicted what the the outcome in the final episode, in episode one, I already knew what the hell With was going to happen. Oh no! Who the actual person behind everything was oh okay yes, 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 yes i saw that coming from episode one on my like, then they try throwing all these fucking red herrings like scooby-doo out there i'm like yeah. nope it's still them <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I, I know who it is they introduce all the characters you're like nailed it um i will say it intrigued me enough to be curious to see what they do with the season two mm-hmm. and um, ashley and i were talking about it today she thought it got canceled i'm like i didn't hear that yeah, i didn't hear that either So I looked it up on uh, the Google Foo, Yes, and I really doubt that Netflix canceled it, considering that Stranger Things 4, Dahmer Monster, and Wednesday were the three highest watched series they've had in the last year and a half. Whoa. Um, Literally... Between those three shows, it equals over 9 billion hours of view time. And I did the math. That means just just for Wednesday alone, if you split that up into three, mm-hmm. that means every single episode, all eight episodes of Wednesday have been watched over 325 million times a piece. Yeah. <sighs> so I really doubt that Netflix would just up and cancel, cancel that. that, shit, that. Yeah. Because... Again, we've talked about it. I don't know how the money algorithm works with that, Mm -hmm. but people are watching it.
1: Yeah, they'll definitely bring it back then.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I think I said or mentioned to you that it kind of felt like it was trying to be like Monster High a little bit, and then I think you even then told me that they are making a live-action Monster High. They are. Yeah, this, I feel like, was kind of close to that. Um,
0: Yeah, it... It was, like I said, Adam's Family meets Veronica Mars meets Harry Potter. Yeah. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, we don't need all these fucking elements in here. Like, everything. I know everything revolved around Nevermore. that Okay, I will say this. My biggest pet peeve of this fucking show was the name of every fucking episode. Every episode had woe in the title. I didn't notice that. I understand the first one from the old nursery rhyme. Wednesday ch- Wednesday's child is full of woe. You don't need to put woe in every fucking episode title. as a stupid pun. <laughs>
1: you do if you're Burton. He's like, that's funny.
0: Well. Yeah. Tim Burton and I don't see eye to eye in a lot of shit. I don't think he sees eye to eye with a lot of people. No. Um, I will say this is probably one of the best things I've seen him produce since probably sweeney todd because i really do enjoy sweeney todd
1: yeah we watched it a couple of times this year
0: um but like his alice in wonderland bullshit willy wonka bullshit yeah those are both trash fucking going back when he did that god awful planet of the apes remake with mark Wahlberg. oh my
1: Ooh, god i don't know
0: if i saw that you one. don't want to see that one. i
1: actually saw the willy wonka i think i took cut like half a pill like like a blue dolphin or something.
0: <laughs> and I went and saw Willy Wonka with some friends. I wish I had been fucking blitzed out of my <laughs> yeah. mind when I saw that. Me and my family went to go see that in theaters. I'm like, this is fucking awful. Yeah, the
1: colors were dope. I enjoyed, you know, as much as I could.
0: Like I said, I, the colors probably would have been better for me if I'd been <laughs> fucking high on acid. Yeah. Or shrooms or something. I took some ecstasy. It was delicious. <laughs> 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 Haven't really seen any new trailers that piqued my interest. I did find out about a couple more <laughs> public domain horror slasher films coming out that you and I spoke about briefly on mm-hmm. Monday. So the production team, writer pro- writer director that's bringing us Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. is <laughs> also gonna be bringing us Peter Pan, Neverland Nightmare, and Bambi the Reckoning. Oh, I didn't know all three of them are doing the same. Oh, they're all done by the same group <laughs> nice. So is that Bloomhouse? Oh, guys, seriously, fucking doubt that yeah. Bloomhouse is gonna jump in that public domain thing like, <laughs> they they have good enough of a reputation. They don't want to piss people the fuck off <laughs> that's and, fair. Like there's been so many of these public domain movies just being thrust into production, like I said, just al- alone, the fucking The Grinch one and all this fucking crap. Yeah, and the Wizard of Oz one. People are getting livid when you read shit on the internet.
1: Yeah, they're because and and if the outrage that we saw for let's say for example black christmas was how people were super pissed off that they didn't want somebody to ruin and thrash christmas right well now you're taking all the disney films and you're doing exactly that right yeah and everybody grew up with that shit. so I, I imagine all kinds of people are fucking outraged um oh yeah like, but guillermo, guillermo del toro right that's his name yeah uh, he, he did a pinocchio um, yeah that's actually on netflix right now i want to watch it i started his like secret whatever the fuck his thing is uh, called the cabinet of curiosity cabinet, yeah. i
0: haven't started that one yet yeah i might start it sometime in the next day or two mm-hmm.
1: he does but, good shit
0: man i'm sure it's gonna be enjoyable yeah like uh, everything i've seen from him spanning back to devil's backbone has been good the only questionable ones in my book and i know you're gonna disagree with me on this is i didn't know well, this one you might not disagree Didn't care too much for Pacific Rim. Mm. And I did not like his Hellboy Um, entries. Pacific Rim, that's what Charlie Day? Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Um. Pretty much the two guys from fucking Sons of Anarchy. Oh. It had Charlie Hunnam and uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, which is also Hellboy, right? Yeah. It was like the big fucking robot jocks where they are controlling the huge.
1: Yeah. I kind of, I don't. I remember seeing the trailers and I'm not hundred percent sure if I seen it, but I did watch all the Hillboys a couple of times. I will say
0: this one. The first Pacific Rim is a hell of a lot better than the second one. Oh, great. They made a second. Okay. Yeah. They shouldn't have. Yeah. And (laughs) we know that
1: that's a very common thing, right? There's only one return of, and that's the Jedi, (laughs) (laughs) not the King. What was it about the Hillboys
0: that you don't like? The writing. Honestly, I didn't like the writing. Um, How he was like a the big first baby. one pissed me off is you had the great fucking actor, Doug Jones playing Abe Sapien. Yes. And then they overdub him with David Hyde Pierce, Frazier's brother yeah. from Frazier to do the voice. And what I'll respect him is he got so pissed off because of that, that he refused to have his name on the movie. Is like I'll record the dialogue but you're not putting my name in this movie. and You're not advertising me in this movie. And he still gets paid. Why was he so pissed off about that? Because he thought Doug Jones had good enough job. Mm. And so he thought it was a slap in the face to Doug Jones. He could have turned it down. He didn't have to do it. He didn't have to, but they would have just found somebody else. <laughs> but That's fair. But David Hyde Pierce making uh, such a stink that he did. The producers and the studios listened, so when Golden Army came out, they let Doug Jones do his own dialogue. They didn't overdub him that time. So, is there anything else that you saw that you want to discuss, or you want to get right into talking about Christmas Bloody Christmas? Um, not
1: too much more. Uh, let's. I'm, right. I'm stoked. Let's fucking talk about this All movie. Right.
0: <laughs> We're gonna take a listen to the trailer, and we'll be right back to synopsize and discuss Christmas Bloody Christmas.
1: Defense Department has spent over a trillion dollars on the most cutting-edge robot technology introducing Santa plus for the upcoming holiday season what are you gonna do this fine Christmas Eve I was potentially gonna go meet up with a dude I've blown him off twice already so Come on, get a drink with your old pal Robbie what's up with you two uh, just grabbing a drink. I talk oh. her out of some tender trash. You didn't talk oh. me out of anything. To Christmas! To Christmas. Christmas. A Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! New animatronic state of the art Santa Claus, featured at our own TW Bonkers, is now the subject of an international recall. Oh! What? This guy killed the kid next door. <gasps> oh oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. oh Do oh,
0: oh, you hear that?
1: Hear what? You need to give me a gun. What is that?
0: It's him. Oh, Santa Claus? Yeah, it's fucking Fucking Santa Santa Claus. Claus. Have you heard from the boys down at the scene yet? They're still down there counting bodies.
1: This is it, Jennifer. You're big breaking TV. Ah! Welcome to prime time, bitch.
0: The film starts with vignettes that we resemble the typical Christmas advertisements that we all grew up watching as kids, along with a newsflash regarding a robotic Santa that has been recalled because of certain malfunction that reverts it from its original programming from the US Defense Department. Record store owner Tori closes up her store for Christmas Eve night with her employee Robbie. Robbie, who is very attractive to Tori, convinces her out of meeting with a date from Tinder and going out drinking with him. The pair meet with their friends Jay and Lana who work at a nearby toy store that is equipped with one of the defective Santa Clauses. The group drinks and hangs out before Tori and Robbie leave to go to a nearby bar. The robot Santa malfunctions and becomes a violent killing machine murdering Jay and Lana while they are having sex. Charmed by Robbie, Tori invites him back to her house unaware that they are being stalked by the robot Santa. They arrive at Tori's house and continue to flirt before finally having sex. Meanwhile, the Robot Santa breaks into Tori's neighbor's house and slaughters the entire family, with Tori witnessing the child's murder. As she panics and warns Robbie, she notices that Robot Santa has spotted her. Tori wakes up her sister Liddy and Liddy's husband Mike and attempts to escape the house with them and Robbie. The robot Santa attacks the group, killing Liddy and Mike, while Tori and Robbie escape into Robbie's car. As they attempt to drive away, they find themselves blocked by another one of Tori's neighbors who is quickly killed by Robot Santa. Unable to escape, Robbie is dragged out and killed by Robo Santa as well. A responding police officer arrives and manages to gun down the robot Santa for a moment before the Robot Santa recovers and kills said officer. Tori runs over the Robot Santa with the officer's car and drives away where she stumbles across more officers in an ambulance responding to the scene. Tori flags them down for help and tells them the officer's death and is, she is arrested by Sheriff Monroe's deputies. Back at the police station, Tori struggles to convince Monroe about Robot Santa. The Robot Santa returns having commandeered the ambulance and attacks the station, killing Monroe and his partner. Tori retrieves a shotgun and fends off the robot Santa. She drives away in the ambulance, where the robot Santa climbs on board and Tori crashes the ambulance. Tori uses the crash to set the robot Santa ablaze, severely damaging it, but not killing it. Retreating to her record store, Tori is hunted by the robot Santa, who is now nearly fully stripped, to its robotic endoskeleton. After being chased through the store, Tori manages to outwit the Rosanna and destroy it. An exhausted and bloody Tori leaves the store and collapses onto the street outside as Christmas morning begins and she starts to laugh hysterically as credits roll. So, what'd you think of Christmas Bloody Christmas?
1: It's a fucking amazing. Fucking amazing, dude! I wasn't
0: talking it up, was I? <laughs> no, it's fucking man. amazing. It
1: was. I. I <laughs> this shit uh, was a roller coaster of just greatness uh, the whole entire time. Um, I, I fucking love every second of it, man. The beginning intro, like with the the kids drinking, and then like the you know. Uh, then I you
0: have like the fucking killed on Christmas segment? Mm-hmm. Like it looks like she's getting ready to give a guy a blowjob. <laughs> yeah, some THC <laughs> reference about something or other. Yeah. Um. God, it was. Then it jumps into the fucking commercial about the fucking robo Santa. Like just from the start to finish. I just love the idea behind this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just good fucking fun. And you, you would think that something as simple as like a
1: robot Santa, like going berserk and killing a bunch of people would have like done, been done like by now, but I'm glad that they did it. They did a killer job. The film sequence is fucking beautiful. All the camera Exa- I, I
0: don't know if you've seen the movie, but from the, the, I've watched this movie so many fucking times since it dropped on shutter. Mm-hmm. Um, But it reminded me of fucking like Silent Night Deadly Night meets Class of 1999. Okay. If you never saw Class of 1999, the premise of that, because that movie was shot back in the late 80s. So it was showing 1999 as post apocalyptic. It Um, is. And like all the schools are overrun by rival gang violence and shit. So to try to get the gang violence under control, the government uses some of their Android Mm. robots, reprograms them to be teachers. But halfway through the movie, they start to revert back to their military program. So like this movie, I'm like, this is fucking Christmas version of class in 1999. That's sick. Okay. I will show you that movie and hopefully you see the comparisons.
1: I mean, just the premise alone already sounds exactly like what what that was. Um, And we'll,
0: go moment by not literally moment by moment through this movie but um i think like one of the best thing that well the best thing in my opinion that this film has for going for is joe bagos only shoots on film i don't care if it's 16 millimeter film he's still shooting on film so this looks like a fucking movie yeah it i i love digital it's so fast, so easy, so cheap. But the fact that he's still holding on to the, the love of shooting on film. Yeah, and editing on film then too, right? Because yeah. that's probably a well, strenuous process. He's not editing on film. Oh, okay. The film is being processed and converted to digital. Okay. So because it would cost way too much yeah, to edit say. a negative on film. like Because if you have to get multiple copies made... Because the reason why nobody shoots on film anymore is film is fucking expensive, now yeah. to get developed, fuck all that <clears throat> digital's the way to go, yeah, it's a lot easier um but knowing that it was shot on film and not digital, did you notice a difference from some of the stuff that you know is shot on digital nowadays?
1: yeah, I mean, I think that go uh, I think that's one of the things that I'd mentioned to you was like I was like there's something that I can't put my finger on that's different about this. Um, and at first I thought maybe it was like the audio or something, but I think it was just because there wasn't a whole lot of <coughs> like music or sound effects in the background, kind of in the beginning dialogue parts. And I was, I just kind of felt like yeah. there was like something empty there. Like, I don't know. I just couldn't put my finger on it, but, and that was just the audio though. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, the way that they filmed it, I could definitely tell there was a little bit of difference. Um, and it just had a little bit more of a warmth to it. That's it. That's a good way to put it. Warmth. Mm-hmm. Character uh, to the kind yeah. of like the colors yeah. and the shading on everything. Mm. Um, oh my
0: god, this fucking yeah. movie rocked. Go watch this shit. right the fuck down. <laughs> oh yeah, I highly recommend. Tell everybody just, if you don't like. Well, if you made it this far in the podcast, you've already heard how the entire movie <laughs> goes. Yeah, um, uh, because, but I give you warning at the beginning in the the warning intro that they're detailed plot spoilers. So if you wanted to see the movie before hearing about this, you're pretty fucking stupid to not have turned it off. Yeah. By then. I
1: mean, honestly, it's one thing to have someone describe it to you and then you get to kind of paint that picture in your head, but yeah. no, you got to go see this shit. Cause whatever you think in your head,
0: uh, based yeah, off of what like, he was said, yeah, is not going to compare. It, like, it does not compare at all. It will get a little bit deeper into it. It was a rock um, and roll fucking movie. What dude. I loved about it. And that's a good way to fucking put it <clears> because from opening credits of this movie to end credits of this movie, it is one of the fastest paced movies I've seen in a long fucking while. I think that's what was so
1: great about it. It's kind of in the beginning you're kind of waiting for it to start but the moment it starts it's literally boom boom yeah, boom boom it's boom boom fucking boom. just and oh my god I, my, okay my favorite I think my most favorite part about all of this is the fact that it's a robot right so yeah. it's insanely strong so every fucking kill everything that he does it's, it's with excessive over the force over top yes. and extreme yes. you yes. notice that too he's just chucking fucking <laughs> oh, shit fuck like it's yeah. nothing dude everybody gets cut the fucking half <laughs> like the, it was like uh, I just kept thinking an axe chopping block you know like you're, you're yeah, chopping yeah, some yeah. firewood everybody got cut and the first kill the motherfucker gets cut all the way in half down to his dick probably yeah. fuck <laughs> it was so yeah. good
0: Dude, I love this movie. (laughs) And I think what also helps with make this movie so fast, feel so fast paced is literally you, after the opening commercial thing Mm -hmm. and they do their Christmas, bloody Christmas intro. I love that. um, And ironically, is this movie was originally called Silent Night, Deadly Night. I think I told you about that. Yeah, it was supposed this was to be. a to be a Silent Night, Deadly Night remake. Mm-hmm. And the studio was like, well, it, this really doesn't feel like Silent Night, Deadly Night. He's like, okay, I'll just make it myself. So it was called Untitled Christmas Horror Movie. <laughs> and he, Bagos went to his friends who are in a well-known fucking metal band. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you got him to record a few songs for the movie. And when they recorded that song, the main chorus was Christmas, bloody Christmas. And big was like, that's the title. That's yeah,
1: the title. <laughs> and I, I think it was even, if I remember correctly and I got a shit memory, the silent night, deadly night, their opening sequence was some kind of an animated, uh, yeah, thing too, the right? Bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he kind of yeah. like was like, I'll pay homage there. You oh, know? fuck yeah,
0: he did. Yeah. Um, uh, but, when we first meet Tori walking into her record store, the dialogue makes this movie just move. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of watching fucking clerks. Yep. Like just the way the actors, their dynamic, it felt natural, yeah. not forced, very fast paced response.
1: Yeah. It almost, do you think that they ab lived a good chunk of it? Like they, I know, a,
0: like a, I know when they're uh, Tori and Robbie are at the bar and she's going like because he's making fun of her because wanting to meet a Tinder guy. So she's like, well, let's go through the list of girls that you've met. That entire thing was just ad libbed on the spot. I would love to see the outtake gag reel of that (laughs) sequence. It feels like the majority of it is because
1: just just how how easy it, everything flows out and you're right like the snappy banter back and forth yeah. between the two of them it was it was uh, the dialogue and it was amazing and it, honestly every single person that I think I don't know who the weakest actor was honestly I I don't were. think there was a weakest
0: well the dumbass deputy at the end I think he was the literally the weakest actor in the movie okay uh I okay I can see that the douchebag cop mhm Everybody uh, had a goddamn mustache and a mullet too. Like, <laughs> did
1: you notice that? It was filmed yeah. in California. And I was like, all right, a bunch of hipsters. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I just love the like I said the banter when after they close the record store and it's just Robbie and her in the store. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, this is maybe ten minutes into the movie, and the two of them are having a debate whether or not guys know how to eat pussy. <laughs> like. And she keeps saying, you're not my friend. You're my longest employee. Well, you're on my books. You're on my payroll, so I own you. you. But that is a straight up fucking Dante, Randall, back and forth banter. Mm. It's the same shit you'd see in the fucking quick trip. Like, that's literally what I was thinking the first time I saw this movie. Okay, It's straight up fucking Dante and Randall going back and forth. Even like... Going to, when they're discussing uh metal bands, mm-hmm. when they cut their hair, they cut their first, their worst album ever. Right. The two of them going back and forth between that, their taste in movies going back and forth. It's like, that is, be- like I said, it, it just rings so far back to fucking Clerks. I love the fact, and- I'd almost bet that Bagos did that intentionally, okay? Because just strictly of their fucking conversations back and forth about their favorite holiday horror movies and just movies in general, sequels that were better. You like this one better or the sequel better? Um, as a f- as a film fan and a f- former film student. When you're watching a movie, you want to see a filmmaker put film fans in their movies. Yeah, and I truly believe that these peop- these characters were film fans. That's
1: what it felt like because that's how natural it's almost like the script wrote itself because these fuckers knew their shit already. Yeah, and they could banter back and forth like that. You know what I mean? It wasn't forced. It was like they were genuinely giving each other
0: their opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they go next door to <laughs> T W Bonkers Toy Store. <laughs> yeah, and What I find hilarious is that sounds like the most made up thing in the world. TW Bonkers was Mm -hmm. the name of a toy store that they in the town that they literally shot this movie in. That's real. That's
1: a real fucking toy (laughs) store. Wow, that does. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I guess children are bonkers, so I guess they and kinda
0: kinda the, fit. Watch uh I was watching slash listening to the movie Crips Yorkiethon annual Yorkython Marathon. And they had Bagos and Riley Dandy who plays Tori in this. And they were on there for a good hour and a half talking about it. And well, I have to tell you this story to finish that story. During the fucking global pandemic shutdown Mm -hmm. Bagos got the wild idea to make well everyone else is making a pandemic movie I'm going to make a pandemic movie and I'm just going to shoot it in my my apartment and all this shit so he started working on that started shooting it started shooting it then the world opened up and they had already greenlit like this movie was already a go until the shutdown happened So he had to shut down production on his pandemic movie to go shoot this movie. Mm. Did post production, and even to this day, while he's out doing press tours for Christmas Bloody Christmas, he's traveling back to his hometown, finishing up. Like they're on day, I think he said 75 of shooting on this pandemic movie just because of everything that's been going on and pushing it back going back to the yorkiethon thing so they shot this movie then probably about a year and a half ago now they just got a fucking phone call from the owner of tw bonkers saying I think you guys got blood on our ceiling. <laughs> like, like they cleaned up pretty much everything, but the ceilings in the store, as you could see in the movie, are yes. so damn high. Yeah. They couldn't get up there to clean it. So there's still remnants of the production on the roof of that toy store every fucking day until somebody gets up there with a huge ass ladder and cleans that blood.
1: That's bad ass. <laughs> like, yeah, you could tell we've been here because there's blood on the ceiling.
0: <laughs> but going into TW Bonkers, Bonkers. <laughs> where you have Jay and Lana. I will revise my previous statement about the dickhead cop being the worst actors. I think Lana and Jay are probably the two weakest. I don't like their performances. I don't like the way they deliver their dialogue. Okay. It, they're the only ones that feels like force fed.
1: Okay. Were they any like other side? Did they were these a double credit people too? Oh no, they no. were
0: straight up actors. Okay there was a lot of double like fucking art design costume design production design all play some role in this movie somewhere in there yeah
1: which is funny they did a better job than like people who were getting paid
0: the yes actors. <laughs> yes like fucking the production designer who played officer Davies was billion times yeah. fucking better than Lana or yeah he killed it yeah he was fucking great he killed it, then he got killed yeah, very yeah. fucking quickly.
1: And all the all the fucking kill teens in this were amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love how many times they
0: chuck bodies around. You see the... Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, because obviously Robbie's flirting with fucking Tori something fierce this entire goddamn movie. Oh, yeah. And she constantly tells him, you ain't getting none. You ain't, you ain't getting get fucked. That, you ain't getting none. Yeah. And as they're leaving the store, you hear... Lana says, like, uh, what the hell was the line saying that? Oh, yeah, they're gonna hook up, they're gonna hook up, they're gonna. Jay saying that's not gonna happen, she'd rather do this, that, or the other than hook up with him. And then her comment was, unless Robbie gets his dick chopped off, they're fucking tonight. And then you cut to the fucking bar, which they're the only ones in. And I understand it's Christmas Eve. Why is this, an? like I said, it's Christmas Eve, I get that, small town, but it seems like everything is closing up ungodly fucking early. So, in the beginning of the movie,
1: she's like, what are you doing tonight? And he's like, well, everything closes at 8, so I'm not doing nothing. Yeah, like, right, I, so I've it had it at 8. If I lived in a town where everything closed down at 8 on Christmas
0: Eve, I'd fucking hang myself.
1: Yeah, I definitely would have had that shit a long time ago. But remember in Halloween and shit, I mean, it's Halloween and people are supposed to be trick-or-treating and there would nobody out on the streets at all on, on Halloween night. No. know.
0: Like, oh, because for some reason in that movie, they made everyone trick-or-treat when the sun was up. Yeah, I don't understand that shit. I, I, but, yeah. But, um, do you think the snow was real? Because I saw some
1: parts where it looked like it was real and some parts that looked I pretty fucking- I think some was and some wasn't. i saw it looked animated. And again, I didn't see their breath in any of the really cold, snowy scenes, so I wasn't 100% I sure. I think the
0: falling snow, a lot of it might have been CG helped. Okay. Um, Maybe a snow machine in there. I thought a snow machine. But- I do think a lot of the snow that's on the ground is real, mm. but I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm not sure what time of the year it was when they shot it was this. Christmas movie. time, bro. <laughs> uh, I know I know it was shot up in Northern California outside of Sierra Nevada. Okay. <clears throat> that's all I know. Um, I know they shot this on a very shoestring budget. Uh Joe Bagos took it upon himself to wield the camera himself. Um, and there's one scene in particular. I'll say that dude had a lot of fucking balls, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, when they're in the bar, did you feel like the bartender was only there to kick them out? Like he really didn't play a role into anything.
1: Yeah. Pretty much after, <clears throat> after she, you know, sack taps him then he shows up, get the fuck off the bar and drops a couple of lines, feeds him some liquor yeah, but and even at that,
0: when he drops the bottle there, they just keep serving themselves in yeah. the bottle, so he has no purpose even fucking being there. And, and he is the one character that they introduce that does not die. Mm-hmm. I will give him props on that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, See, not the only one. Tori does survive, but we'll touch on that a little later.
1: But, other, than, but uh, yeah, any other character outside of the scope of that. Pretty
0: much gets fucking eliminated. Yeah, the
1: moment <laughs> they introduce him, they then unalive him, and it was great. You don't need a lot of I don't need backstory. I don't need development. Just get to the killing. And God, the kills are just so fucking good. That's what makes yeah, it Yeah, right. I love
0: when fucking Robo Santa comes alive. Like I just love the POV shot of him going through the fucking toy store and the, the sound of it, like the, mm-hmm. the yeah. like everything is just fucking done <laughs> perfectly. And like it seems like Robo Santa's doing laps around the store trying to find a weapon and these two idiots because they're too busy trying to fuck each other don't notice that a 6 foot robot santa is loose in the toy store. <laughs> I think I would notice that. I honest I don't care what I was in the middle of doing. I don't doing. know, I
1: mean he did have his face kind of buried right in her ass it's kind of I mean you would hear the robot I don't know man he was.
0: He was. She didn't tough. have that big of enough an ass to fucking mute his ears. <laughs> <laughs> he pushed it right in there, man. Unless she was constantly farting. Yeah, right?
1: he's like, Wee!
0: Yeah. Uh. Um, but I love the shot where he comes up behind, and I just like the, the intermingling in that sequence particularly, where he's killing the fuck out of Jay and Lana, then it's going back between Tori and Robbie bitching about music bitching about movies it, i just love the way that Begos fucking cut this movie mm-hmm. and um i, I do actually kind of want to show you a couple other of joe bagos's movies because i think you'd enjoy them they're not like this i will say that they are different than this this is a straight up fucking sci-fi slasher movie <laughs> like straight up so he doesn't normally do slasher films he does more psychological stuff Oh, and but he he's a brilliant fucking filmmaker yeah and i give him all the props in the world um it's about this time i think jay and lana are completely wiped out at this point sheriff monroe comes into the bar at reggie's sits down buys him a drink looks at tori like disappointed that she's dating this guy like he's got some sort of fucking crush on him even though she he's married with children he even makes that comment that the family is someplace else for the holidays visiting family and he's got to be here because he's the sheriff um i liked the character of sheriff monroe mm-hmm. but he he, he he was just way too one note Way too one note for me.
1: What was also up with the the stars on his
0: collar there? I have no there. fucking clue. That shit kind of threw I've me off. I've never up. seen a sheriff with fucking s- stars on that. Yeah, it's like, like a military thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's why I thought so, too. Maybe there's poking fun. Also, uh, I think you and I both said this. When the fat, dumb one uh, arrests her and then pulls a cigarette out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. At yeah. ATB- the <laughs> magic lighting cigarette. The mad, yeah, because you use two hands to handcuff her and then put her in the goddamn back of the cop car And the next thing you know, he's like reaching back and taking a drag of a cigarette. And I was like, when the fuck did he like that? Uh, Yeah.
0: Movie magic, my friend. (laughs) Movie magic.
1: It's a horror film. Remember, we can't explain
0: everything. But that was just a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, So they end up leaving the bar. Tori invites Robbie back to her house to kill the bottle. He said, okay. Like acting all fucking excited. And she said, I said, we're going to kill the bottle. Not not fuck." fuck. Yeah. Uh, Which again was they, just her. Like I was gonna say they fucking place so much emphasis on that. You know what's gonna happen at the yeah. end. Like, you know, either one, one, they're gonna start off by him eating her the fuck out. Mm-hmm. By her bitching that guys don't know how to eat pussy. And he was saying, I know someone in pretty close proximity that knows how. uh, let me prove you wrong, bitch. And apparently her sister and her sister's husband are completely passed out and don't listen, can't hear. The fucking records that they're blaring in mm, the house. And yelling at each other. and yeah. yeah. And then making a loud fucking sex. The robot has followed them back to the house, but goes to the neighbor's house. And this is what I found was interesting, is the when you see the two houses, mm-hmm. so I'm going to use the exteriors first. So you're looking at the exterior... Of like when she's looking through the windows, mm-hmm. exterior at the neighbor's house. The house she's looking at was actually the house that they shot the interiors for. Her house, and the house of the exterior of Tori's house is the house that they used to shoot the interior for the neighbors.
1: Huh. <laughs> so they, <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> they did it because they were already probably designed that way or something. I was like this will make. It but easier. that was
0: another one of those things that when Bagos was talking about it on the Yorkiethon, I'm like, well, maybe he liked the look of the inside of the house more for Terry's at the one house, but liked the exterior for Tori's house at, of the other house. I don't. It worked. They're N- artists. Nobody's right? gonna fucking know. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: well, you know, but you usually well, know yeah. that kind of random shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's your thing. Film geeks dig deep.
1: <laughs> um I love the it? very subtle throughout the whole entire movie. I do recall several times where it's just like this beautiful like guitar solo in the background that you just kind of hear subtly, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah.
0: and they're different ones too. Yeah. And it's usually just a gnarly just but once fucking Robo Santa comes up, yeah. that shit goes fucking industrial <laughs> fucking music sounding. Yeah. The score is fucking phenomenal in this movie. But I love when her and Robbie are hooking up, because you and I were discussing it before we watched it. Um, they shot that scene their first day having met on set. It was a great scene. You it, could tell. Oh, yeah, it. it yeah. Yeah. He, he was face deep in her fucking <laughs> cooter, man. <Yeah. laughs> like, you can even see the one scene where he pulls the panties to the side uh-huh, and buries I that his too. face in there. Yeah, um, That's commitment on both their parts. Um, but I, I liked her comment about that, is that she's happy that they shot that first. Mm-hmm. Because now the two of them are such good friends. It's more like a brother or sister thing. If they would have got that brother sister dynamic, there's no way in hell either one of them could have shot that scene.
1: Yeah, that that wouldn't have been as
0: genuine. <laughs> it was passionate. It would have been awkward. <clears throat> it would have been feeling like doing us that with your sister. Yeah, very awkward. Just like yeah. okay,
1: let's do this. But <laughs> it
0: was real genuine. Uh, yeah, it was- and it wasn't gratuitous at all. Did mm. uh, you see nothing? Yeah, like even when you see him pull the panties to the side, it's at an angle. They where you hide can't... it where you can't see her twat. Yeah, exactly. Um, I respect them for doing that. It's not like fucking Basic Instinct with a fucking because you know the story behind Basic Instinct, right? You know the notorious fucking beaver shot, right?
1: And I think the William Falcon flies out of it when she (laughs) when she crosses her uncrosses her legs.
0: I feel like (laughs) so you know the scene I'm talking (laughs) about. Um, Director Paul Verhoeven in that assured uh, Sharon Stone oh, you're not going to see anything. You're not going to see anything. He specifically lit that scene and put a lens on that scene so you could see on full-on pussy lips between that. They didn't give her a chunch double? No. No. And... They released it. She got Sharon Stone didn't realize this until the Hollywood premiere. <laughs> she sued. Yeah, she beefed time. everybody. Does it... She-
1: did he did he keep it in the film then? Oh fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> he's like, this is how I he cut it. This how it's going. Yeah,
0: Paul, come on. I mean, it's the is guy different. who made like this is the same guy who went on to make fucking showgirls. Oh, you okay. think he's gonna cut it out? No, not at all. Mm-mm.
1: Showgirls, man, I remember seeing that going to Christ the King. When I was, I remember watching that shit. I was like, what is
0: this? I had no idea what I was watching, but I was into it. Right. <laughs> um, so they get finished fucking. She goes downstairs to change the flip the record or change the record. She ends up looking next door and seeing the neighbor kid, and I lo- get to fucking just axed to the fucking ground yeah. by Robo Santa, and I love her reaction. It was just like, what the fuck. <laughs> Robbie's like, "What's wrong? I think a guy next door just killed the kid next door." <laughs> uh, and like somehow. Between the distance between the two houses, Robo Santa with his robot eyes can see. Tori notice him, and then this is where, from the rest of the movie on, all hell is just gonna fucking break loose. Like yeah. there's no downtime at fucking all. Yeah, you don't get to rest at all. Like the very next scene is Robo Santa throws the dead body of the little fucking the kid, little through kid through the window. <laughs> that was on so On top great. of Robbie. <laughs> Then he breaks through the fucking door, comes at Robbie with the axe, brings the axe up and down, and Robbie uses the kid's body to deflect it. Yeah, that was so fucking
1: good, dude. Uh, and, And I remember, so I watched this earlier today, and then I watched it now, and I remember we talked about this, and I was like, okay we got to pay attention to see if it is the kid
0: or not and oh, sure it is, shit sure the shit the, the two-tone kid's fucking, fucking body <laughs> oh my god oh, that was great it reminded me, did you ever see freddy versus jason oh god a long time ago once there's a scene in freddy versus jason um after fucking uh, the first kid gets killed and his friends out on the fucking porch just his dad comes out bitching he's drinking He's like i just lost my best friend dad leave me the fuck alone and then obviously this kid fucking falls into a dream so we get freddy but freddy's not quite strong enough to kill him but it's enough to wake the kid up okay and his dad's sitting next to him and he's kind of looking at what his dad's staring at his dad ain't staring at anything because he kind of like shakes his dad and the head just Sort of f- f- <laughs> flies off into his fucking hands and then jason Voorhees comes up and as jason's swinging down with the machete the guy uses his dad's head <laughs> <laughs> as a, a shield it's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing i fucking saw thought of when i saw that scene hey man you gotta use what you got <clears throat> <I'm clears throat> and so now the two of them are trying to flee the fucking house they get into robbie's car robbie's car is a piece of shit finally gets it started but ends up getting stuck behind uh, into the ranchero of another one of Tori's neighbors. And I love the fact that like, I give the guy so much credit. The The neighbor is played by Joe Bagos. Fuck yeah. The writer director. And literally he, his few seconds of streamed screen time is just to be screaming obscenities, throwing bottles at the fucking glass. And then to turn around and get, completely annihilated Mm -hmm. by the robot Santa great cameo man I loved it the Santa Claus breaks through the fucking windshield immediately pulls Robbie out and buries the axe and pulverizing his fucking face. Yeah. It, and I was not expecting me that. Me neither, dude. Because like, he was such a main character during yeah. the whole beginning part. Like,
1: he's going to go through to the end, maybe die at the very end. He, he died, like, way early. Like, yeah. And <laughs> it was a
0: great death. <laughs> so Squish. It, it was the squishiest of all the deaths in this movie. So do
1: you think that one was squishier than the head getting stomped on on the stairs in the beginning or uh, when, they, when he breaks into the neighbor's house? I do. When the chick essentially, like, uh, when she comes while the head gets squished and then the end of the song fucking all happens at one time, the triple climax. Yes. (laughs) This movie was badass. That is
0: amazing. Yeah. That is amazing that they fucking tie the killings at the neighbor's house with her fucking orgasming during the sex scene. Yeah. And then, (laughs) like
1: like I said, the song ends right at at the end, too, dude. It was a ballad. Yeah. A ballad
0: of uh, (laughs) cunnilingus. (laughs) 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 That shit was this. Fucking movie. That'd dude. be a great name for it. The Battle of Cunnilingus and Mutilation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nursery rhyme. So, But literally, like, I was not expecting, I was expecting Robbie to die. Okay. But not this early on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you have Jay, Lana, neighbor guy, neighbor girl, neighbor kid, Jeff Bezos, and now you have Robbie. So that's seven people. Just to this point. And that's like. uh, In less than 10 minutes of screen time. Mm -hmm. Literally 10 people or 7 people die in 10 minutes. I'm not going to do the math on that, but that's a death every like minute 25. And they're
1: good deaths. Like they're spraying blood. They're squishing. They're shit getting cut in half. And it's not
0: CG. No, it's not. It is 100% practical. Yeah. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. So she finally gets Robbie's car free from next to the ranchero, runs over Santa Claus, yada, yada, yada. Cop shows up, shoots the uh, shoots the robo Santa. You think he's going to fucking survive, but no, he suffers the same fucking fate that Robbie did as soon as he shows up. Axed, dead, runs him over again. Little bit down the road, she's fucking like, because this time Robo Santa doesn't fucking use an axe on the cop. He uses his fucking double barrel shotgun. Blast the fucking cop. Now Tori is covered. Head the fucking toe in fucking blood. Yeah. Like she is fucking doused. They did a good job at making her look the way that she did. Yeah. all just. I bet she was worn. very uncomfortable because I know what that shit does when it dries. It gets very, very sticky. Uh, I bet it's itchy. And yeah. uncomfortable as fuck. Mm-hmm. And if it was even the little bit chilly outside stuff's fucking cold it's like a dude. reverse blood cocoon, uh raccoon that's <laughs> what i saw yeah pretty much <laughs> uh, so she's driving down the road trying to get away from santa claus cop car shows up with two cops and ambulance and this is the part where you were talking about with dumbass fucking deputy dipshit mm. handcuffs her then pulls a cigarette lit out of his ass from somewhere um I'm going to sum up a lot here. He sends the ambulance up to the scene along with the other officer while she takes him or her to the station to book her. Right. There's obviously no booking going on because Monroe does not believe that she has killed anybody, but as any rational man would, cannot even remotely believe that a robot's well, she doesn't even know it's a robot at this point. She just says it looks like the robot Santa from the store. She thinks it's a man who went in, stole the costume and killed all, all her friends and neighbors.
1: That's a good point. She does have to explain seven fucking deaths to him. Yeah. <laughs> There's a I mean? lot of deaths surrounding you in a very <laughs> short amount yeah, of time. I'm doused in blood. I could see if you think that it was me. I can understand yeah. that. innocence it's
0: until proven guilty. And you're shit. driving a cop car. And I like the fact that like, you're driving a stolen cop car. Wasn't when the hell stolen. was it reported stolen? Yeah, he the cop just died. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> well, and then uh, he says that line, and then when they're driving back, that's when he uh, or no, when he's sitting in the car, he gets confirmation that the cop is now dead. Yeah, right. So if they said the the, the cop is dead and his car isn't here, then I could see them being like, "Oh, it's fucking totally stolen." Yeah. he was just an ass.
0: <laughs> yeah. So his death was good too. So now you have. The three of them in the sheriff station. And what what I really like about this movie is how small the cast is. Mm. You're not overbearing with fucking tons and tons of useless fucking characters. Every single character is in here for some reason or another. Couple minutes. Most of the time, they're just there to die. Mm-hmm. So the one cop realizes they haven't heard back from. Uh, The county fucking cops. So he's going to go up there and be fucking tough, tough shit fucking deputy. But they notice something in the distance and Tori immediately, it's him. It's It's him. And speeding around the corner comes the fucking ambulance And it just buries into the fucking deputy, like the sheriff's car, and almost into the fucking sheriff's department. Dude, it blew that
1: shit in half. Did you notice that? (laughs) Everything I cut in half in this. Even the fucking car that got hit exploded in half. So the
0: sheriff and the other deputy go out to investigate. And this is another thing that I did not fucking expect. One... Why not have the deputy yeah. be the one who? No, the fucking sheriff. is. The, you don't person. even see him mm-hmm. die. He dies off camera. All you see is his body get thrown over the fucking ambulance at the fucking deputy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, just like and then Santa comes up and dispatches another fucking deputy. <laughs> so now it's just Tori and Santa going through just like she fucking finds a shotgun loads the shotgun loads the shotgun loads the shotgun shotgun, hides under a desk then we get the most intense sequence of Santa using an axe to hit pick up and throw every fucking desk in, in this fucking police station all the way down to he has cleared out Every single desk except one. (laughs) Mm. So we all know where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) He turns around and leaves and she is safe. The end. I, I did kind of gloss over it. I did like when deputy dipshit. Yeah, it was Deputy Dipschiff. He had a shotgun underneath well, his yeah, fucking chin. he puts chin. The, his shotgun underneath his fucking chin and blows the fucking dude's head off.
1: You know, as we talk about these deaths just really quick, I fucking realized, because they said that the this was a government-made robot, right? Yeah. And it went back to its normal protocol. Yeah. Okay, now this thing is Department rather— Department
0: of Defense, to okay, be Okay, Department of
1: Defense. This thing is rather torturous. For being a thing that was supposed to just be like, let's say, a military use where it's just supposed to kill things, no, he fucking tortures and terrorizes these fucking people. You think our troops don't do that? <laughs> uh, okay, so they did a good job making it accurate, except it's got say, all the like super Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. oh, I'm just saying that <laughs> uh, it, it really kind of shined the light. I guess you yeah. going to say,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Begos was really hitting it on the nose. <laughs> yeah, um, with an axe in half. <laughs> fucking shit everything got axed it was great (laughs) so now it's just the two of them Tori blasts her way out shoots Robo Santa many many times she then takes the fucking ambulance Santa Claus comes yada, yada 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 crash the car and she uses that to explode the ambulance yet we all know Santa's still not fucking dead I want to talk about this ambulance uh, sequence for a little bit. All the shots that you see, like climbing into the ambulance, in through the back, and all this while the fucking ambulance is going back and forth, swinging back and forth. That is fucking the director. Shoot. He is strapped in, attached to the fucking as safely as he can to the fucking ambulance jesus but he's walking in there like just trying to get these shots and like when the camera goes back a little bit like santa's just been knocked back Mm -hmm. that's because fucking bagos really got fucking knocked back (laughs) and this is the scarier part it wasn't a stunt driver it was riley dandy driving the fucking ambulance during that entire sequence well, I mean,
1: they're, she just kind of mm-hmm. swerving and shit. So, I mean, it's not like it's. And crashing into shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got to crash into shit if you're going to Grand Theft Auto. There we go. We're getting right back to it again. Horror films like Grand <laughs> Theft like, Auto. They were
0: playing with a lot of fire in this movie. I understand yeah. they had a low budget, but damn, you don't want to endanger your actors or your fucking director. <laughs> well, he did it to himself. Yeah, so that's, I, on, I get him. It. Yeah, that's yeah. on him. That's uh, on him. But I just, I just love that fucking hands-on approach to shit. Um, I would never do that. <laughs>
1: well, if you gave me a bigger budget, I wouldn't have to risk my it's, life to do right? this to make
0: this shit look so badass. So now they're back at the record store again. Yeah, right where it started. Yeah, I, I love how it goes full fucking circle. And mm-hmm. uh, like during the final fucking like. Showdown between her. Like at this point, like I said in the synopsis, it's like he's completely stripped. Like, this is like the end of fucking the Terminator, the it, very first it was terminator. Very Terminator-y there. Like, <laughs> like, st- like, get out, like we're yeah, freaking out.
1: Like, he went off all three C three PO. You could see his shit all kind of yeah, sticking out, like, battle
0: damage. Yeah. And <clears> even <throat> to the point where like when she was pulling on the fucking metal rod, I'm like, oh no. Is she really gonna stab through him just like they did in fucking the first Terminator movie? They she literally pulls this metal pipe off the fucking wall, does nothing with it, and just throws it away.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, she she makes like a
0: noise with it. What I love about this sequence is even like our survival girl, our survivor girl, final girl. She doesn't even walk away on the scale. She loses fucking four fingers on one hand and snaps a cankle. <laughs> yeah, she fucking. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, when, okay. So I've never been tased, right? Uh, but I have heard rumors that if you like uh, are being tased and you grab somebody, that person then. It'll travel it, through. Yeah. So when she was tasing his ass, uh, wouldn't it have got her too? No. No? Because he wasn't human. But it's metal. Doesn't matter. Metal's a metal to conductor. He tased he, her. He or was she tased uh, Okay, that's fair. But I was like, yeah. but then with all the water and shit and that electrical shit going everywhere.
0: Like they do, uh-huh. they throw everything at this fucking Santa Claus. Yeah, like, he doesn't they, die. No. What did you think about the laser beam eyes? I liked it. I liked it. And I like the reasoning behind it. What's the reasoning? Because once laser beam eyes come out, that's when you know it's no longer an actor. Right. It's all robot. Mm-hmm. And like Jeff Bagos threw people through a fucking loop. The special effects team that worked on this movie mm-hmm. did a bang up fucking job. Yeah. They have never built or used a fully robotic animatronic puppet. This is the first one they've ever attempted. This team or like in the history of... The team that worked on this movie. And they did it on the little fucking budget that they had. Yeah. And it look, Yeah. It looks cheesy as hell. But it looks no worse than fucking... It looks better than Terminator. It was way scarier than Terminator. Because Terminator was fucking stop action bullshit. Mm -hmm. It wasn't an animatronic in the first one. right? This looks... No, no worse than what you saw in class of 1999 or what I'll even say fucking Terminator 2 Judgment Day when fucking RNE is walking like through the fucking tear gas and being gunned down and just parts of them are flying off. Yeah, this looked no fucking worse.
1: Yeah, it was more menacing. I can tell you that with, yeah. the, with the shit sparking out of the fucking yeah. arm, and it was just um, the, the laser beam eyes to me always kind of remind me of. Uh, I played a lot of video games and there's, you know, there's always spotlights or something that's going to, or like a sniper, you know, that's trying to get you. So when you're trying to not to be in that, that those laser beam eyes or the spotlight, I, that's kind of what I saw. it as. just like, I know what it's like to try to fucking hide and sneak, you know, from these laser beam yeah. eyes. Cause if they see you, you're fucking dead. <laughs> and she's <laughs> scurried. <clears throat>
0: she took a sword, took a shotgun, took a gran over by the car. Blew his ass blew up his ass with fire up. Mm-hmm. and it takes water to bring this guy down. It doesn't the water doesn't even bring it down. Um what was the final catalyst? It was uh, it
1: exploded after she zapped it with yeah, it was the taser she that stabbed ends up it. Taking, Yeah first he stabs him. Oh yeah, it was the, the electrical
0: ship. fucking uh um, Conduit The conduit At the
1: very end While it's still coming
0: down I mean she Removes the
1: conduit That is safe And then grabs the wires And jams (laughs) it into The live wires Yeah. Yeah And I love how it self-destructs. That's kind of like, that's definitely a government thing, right? And I like the fact that she had the strength to do that with only fucking six fingers. Hey man, what was that? What, what was the demon night where the, where the chick pulls the fucking gas line out like an extra 10 feet. That was more than fucking 10 feet. <laughs> yeah. dude. Way more than 10 fucking so feet. So maybe we're learning horror films and conduit. That's just a
0: different, uh, it's kind of a different thing. Um. So now we're at the end of the movie. I like the way they sh- they end it with her just, Laying on the ground, laughing, crying hysterically, just relieved that she survived. Credits roll. What do you think of the cinematography in this? Beautiful, man. Every single shot. I, I did notice that
1: Um instead of doing, like, during dialogue scenes, instead of them just, like, staying still and watching them talk, I noticed that he panned a lot. Oh, yeah. The camera's um, constantly moving. Mm-hmm. It is. And you can tell that he's, like he is he the director of
0: photography in this or he just does a couple times he just does anything that's the robot santa's pov oh that must have been so fucking fun to film dude
1: walking around the first person with the axe <laughs> yeah. and shit oh that would have been a blast um but i think it was it was killer uh, there wasn't any uh, there wasn't anything that i didn't really like there was no scenes where i was like that's a really cool scene because all of them are fucking
0: really cool i will say this cuz you make a good point That during all, like, especially like in the record store and any fucking scene when they're having banter back and forth, the camera is panning and doing shit like this. Mm -hmm. That is the only thing I'll say that does not remind me of clerks is because for the longest time, Kevin Smith got so much shit for never moving the camera oh just posting it's it always up and- posting it and just letting the camera sit yeah he might cut away to a different angle yeah but the camera its still always a stationary shot two, <laughs> just- yeah two cameras just
1: sitting there <laughs> yeah yeah then and, and i think that to me is what also helped it flow like yeah. the dialogue yeah. flow with the movement of the camera mm-hmm. uh,
0: and i really dug especially in her record store i really like the lighting choice that they use in there like Like the the black Mm line yeah it it felt like a fucking hipster record store bro like underground record store Mm -hmm. yeah not like a fucking warehouse music tower records feels like if graffiti shop was a record store yeah i could see that Mm -hmm. that kind of feeling to it
1: uh even when uh i also liked when they're in the toy store and just kind of all of the angles, the introduction of the Santa—you can see him in the background a little bit in a couple scenes. Um, he, he he does a very good job of not blinking. The only time that I do see him blink is when a piece of snow falls on his eye when he's yeah, yeah, the yeah. first time you see Santa on the ground. Yeah. But for the most part, I was like really trying to be like. I know that's a motherfucking guy there, and a part of me thought in the very beginning when they were going first person, I was like, I wonder if they went first person because they're trying to save on him, you know, not looking like so much like a, a person. But then he's got a fuck ton of camera time after that, and you oh, can yeah. tell. Um, but I like the many different ee, ee, ee. stages of
0: Robo Santa. Oh my like god! There's so many different fucking he's stages. He's battle ravaged
1: him. by the end, bro. He yeah. goes through fucking hell to oh, kill fuck these people. Yeah. That's how dedicated the government is to making
0: shit kill people. He fucking walked all the way to follow those two. Jesus fucking Christ. He saw him once. That was pretty much it. Literally, as he walked out the fucking toy store. Speaking of the toy store, I should have mentioned this when we discussed the scene. I love the fact that while the four of them are sitting there talking about fucking, fucking, they're all just talking about fucking sex. Uh, this is the first time you hear the Robo Santa. It's like ho ho ho, come sit on Santa's lap. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Am <laughs> <laughs> I <like>, perfect timing? <laughs> is there anything with the dialogue in this that you would have changed? Um I I was a little bummed that
1: they were kind of how do I say this, shy with the word fuck.
0: Uh, they were <laughs> <laughs> i hope that oh, was yeah. a joke
1: that's a fucking lily i was sarcasm at the ass dude fuck, like, no every
0: other word is fuck literally <laughs> i looked it up and it was actually i'm gonna pull it up again because i fuck every I three minutes it on no. imdb uh, but yeah like the profanity in this movie that actually surprised the fuck out of me um and I don't care. I've seen fucking Scorsese films and in fucking casino, they say fuck over 975 times. And that is not an exaggeration. And this is how fucking bored I get. Sometimes I sat there with a fucking notebook and a tally <laughs> every time they dropped an F bomb or any version of and this must've
1: been like pre Google times. I imagine. Oh but yeah. This could, was back
0: when I had it only on VHS.
1: Ah, uh, damn. <laughs> so you pull up the script and control F. If, right. For or, can, or control yeah F and then do fuck and it'll tell you how many results.
0: This film features over five hundred and eighty-seven different uses of profanity profanity with an average of one every five point six or with an average of every five point six per minute. Nice. <laughs> five per
1: minute. Five per, okay, all right.
0: per minute.
1: Five bucks per minute. What is that uh, five FPM? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Five bucks per minute.
0: <laughs> FPM. In fairness, depending on what's going on in certain parts of my day, I probably hit. Yeah. Five point six <laughs> yeah.
1: profanities per yeah. fucking minute. Yeah, and if I've been drinking, probably it's gonna double that easily. I don't even think you I started saying dumb, motherfucking <laughs> stupid
0: piece of fucking shit, douchebag cut.
1: <laughs> I don't even start I don't even have words. It just I just use fuck in different contexts and people have an idea of what I want. Fuck, like beer, fuck, fuck. <laughs> no, you fuck a cigarette, fuck, fuck, smoke. We don't use that kind of
0: language. I have Tourette's. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> I have Tourette's and you're still ugly.
0: But um I, I will grant it. It's not f- 587 uses of fuck, but 587 u- different profanities, like profanities that you can't say on regular TV. Mm. That's pretty impressive for an hour and twenty minute movie.
1: Yeah, hour, hour
0: twenty seven or whatever. Yeah, one twenty seven. It was it
1: was it was all fucking jam packed into a whole hour and twenty seven minutes of just pure badassness.
0: But what all the I time. like about Like people say, yep, you use profanity because you have a limited vocabulary. Be that as it may, fuck you. I might have a limited vocabulary. Yeah, fuck you. Four letter (laughs) four letter words are a big part of my fucking vocabulary. (laughs) My vocabulary is very fucking wide. As you could tell by some of the words, I use my synopsis. I'll do Uh my little poindexter shit (laughs) there. It's colorful. But this is how I fucking talk. And what I like about dir- writers and directors like fucking Kevin Smith in Bagos is they write how people they, actually fucking talk. Yeah, it's realistic. Because mm-hmm. the their banter back and forth in the record store, even though they're being vulgar as fuck. Well, the chick is more vulgar than he is considerably. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And I He's love the, yeah. that. He's way I more reserved. I
1: love that. Yeah, that chick was sexy. I was into and, that but shit. But that's,
0: like, that's how you, me, and Scotty talk at the fucking shop. All day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not so much when customers are around, we tame it down a little bit when customers are around. Depends on the customer, though. If they're saying
1: fuck, I'll rock a couple with them. But,
0: yeah, that's how That's how. Ashley is fucking Tori. Ashley is Tori.
1: Yeah, to a key. Uh, We all
0: fucking talk like this shit.
1: (laughs) She's got us beat, though, man. Between the two of us, she outcurses
0: us on a regular basis. Oh, yeah, because everything was... Literally every other word was fuck, 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 fuck,
1: fucking day. Well, the word is so diverse, you can use it in every single, everywhere. So it's like, why not use it? You could
0: use it as a greeting.
1: Fuck.
0: Yeah, right. An expletive. Fuck. Yeah. A question. Fuck. Fuck. There's so many different ways you can use it.
1: Yeah. And it's all about that, you know, in, in, in. Conviction and infliction, and just oh, you know, you can. I think the most, the best way to express your feeling is using the word fuck, like you were doing. Because if you could just really put a good fuck in there, you know what I mean? It makes Uh, you feel better.
0: And I think this is going way off topic from this movie, but (laughs) I don't give a fuck. I think George Carlin said it best what makes it a bad word? It's how it's used. There are no bad words. It's not how it's used. It's the meaning that we gave to it. So in one of his stand-up bits, it was, fuck is a bad word. Kill is a word that's okay to use. So substitute kill with the word fuck. Shamu the fucker well. Okay, sure. If you came into the wrong part of town, we're fixing to fuck you now. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, it's really the word has no meaning. Yeah. It's the meaning that us as people gave it. <sighs> and so I inclined. choose to use it as an in, term of endearment. <laughs> and it's it's been embedded in my fucking vocabulary since the f- since fucking Christ the King.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's where I learned about that word. <laughs> That was pretty good until I went to that school, bro.
0: (laughs) I literally, because I remember transferring from Queen of Peace to Christ the King the first Thursday when we had to go to fucking mass, walk in, sit at the PM. I fucking hate church. person. You can't say that in church. I'm like, I just did. Because <laughs> apparently, they would never heard anyone use the F word before. I'd have been like, look, God already knows I was going to say fuck in here, anyways.
1: Uh, I'm so surprised I didn't burst
0: into flames when he walked <laughs> through the door. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I'm a little itchy, <laughs> but I'm not bursting yet. <laughs> it's, it's a, a little, little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty, <laughs> Like, we both know, <laughs> you and I both know, I shouldn't <coughs> be in here. But you know what? I'm here. I'm going to do my time. You know, I did my time with Jesus. We're
0: cool. I I can honestly say this is one of the... I got a sinner. He died for nothing. This is one of the few handfuls of movies I can say that there's nothing from direction, writing, acting, casting, lighting, editing, music choice. There's nothing that I would have changed. I loved every piece of this movie. It brought me back to the late 80s yeah it legit brought me back to the late 80s yeah
1: that's the feeling
0: i had too. at like <sighs> have you seen chopping mall i haven't seen chopping mall i've heard Chopping mall is a lot fucking cornier than this movie don't
1: they refer to chopping mall in some other movies that we've seen i oh, feel yeah, like yeah
0: yeah 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 <laughs> tons of like Horror movies are meta as fuck. Yeah, they're so fucking meta. Um, but I loved everything about this movie, dude. Like, I love that they didn't force any like <laughs> shitty jokes really into it.
1: There was nothing that felt forced, and I think that's my favorite part about it. Like, that's how well it was made. Yeah, is the fact that everything just fucking flowed so casually
0: and well, and just comfortably. Yeah, and I think all the actors worked amazing. <laughs> Worked amazing off one another. Like yeah. everyone played mm-hmm. so well with each other, it just felt one hundred percent natural. Like all these people grew up together in yeah. this small town, and they've known each other for fucking years. Yeah, the chemistry was on point. Yeah, and honestly, I think that maybe
1: that's why. Well, to save money, because you said it was a low budget, but maybe that's why the other people did so well. Like the guys
0: that were double creds, because they they do know each other. Well, right? yeah, like and it's just Jeff like Jeff Bagos, literally the reg the dp on this movie mm-hmm. is not his normal dp his normal dp was stuck in quarantine oh shit so the guy who DP'd this movie isn't a fucking real dp he was one of the fucking uh, members of the band that did the fucking theme song you're fucking kidding me no are you
1: <laughs> he's a musician yeah. and he fucking the director of photography that was his gig wow yes wow he
0: literally like just recycles his group small group of friends like this is a much bigger scale of what my class was at collins how every one of us worked on everybody's fucking projects yeah so like when you yeah. watch any one of our short films you see the same names just in different spots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're all in this together. Well, I think you were telling me also wasn't it was Texas Chainsaw where I think that there was a lot of people who are in the cast or who are like oh, yeah, friends yeah, and family yeah, yeah. all involved in this. And oh, they helped yeah. like create like future careers and shit yeah. for other people and whatnot. Um, oh, or, fuck yeah. or maybe that was Halloween. I always both mix the two up. Both yeah. of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Like fucking like Michael Myers. Nick Castle was a friend of Deborah Hill and John Carpenter, and he was there to help do fucking like production, like uh, production assistant shit, like grabbing water and food for people. I go for He's it. He's like, Do you want to put on some coveralls and wear the mask and be the killer? <laughs> Literally. He's like, eh, I got nothing better to do.
1: He's like, Yeah, I'll, I'll go get you your coffee and lemonade first, and then when I get back, I'll suit up.
0: So I guess that brings us, and I already know the fucking answer to that. I yeah. know the answer to the first part of this question. Do you recommend this movie to people? And what do you rate it? One to ten.
1: I only recommend it to people if they want to watch a, an amazing, fun, killer-ass time of a movie. Um, if they don't want to do that, then don't fucking watch it. And you're missing out a lot. I rate the, this, this shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to straight. It's a 10 in my book, dude. I want to. I, I, I'm going to watch this shit probably a couple more times than in the next couple of days. Have your old
0: lady watch it. Yeah. Have your own uh, lady. Uh, I'm going to show is. The Child.
1: I'm going to show all my friends. If Kyle hasn't seen it yet, Kyle, watch this shit. I'll text you in a minute. It's oh, not, I want Jesse to watch this oh, one, too. Oh, Jesse would love this shit, too. I would actually be eager to hear, like, everybody. Aaron's opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I want to hear everybody's opinion about this. I want to hear what people did not like about it because, and I guess it would be easy. Oh, the laser beams eyes was kind of gay or maybe, you know, I could see. Cause I'll be
0: honest. I've been dying to go like on rotten tomatoes and just dive into a bunch of the fucking one, the critic reviews and yeah. then the audience reviews. But I intentionally stayed away from them because I didn't want anything said in reviews to bias anything I say. So what? biased anything that i would say that's fair yeah i recommend this movie to genre fans um if you are sensitive about profanity over the top violence like over the not just over the top violence over the top premise and storyline don't watch it because all you're gonna do is piss and moan and (laughs) whine i don't want to hear it But if you like good campy fucking 80s fun sci-fi slash. This is more fucking horror than it is sci-fi. But just with the robot element, I'm going to throw sci-fi in the mix. Um, Yeah, I highly fucking recommend this movie. And yeah, out of because what this is episode 16. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Episode 16. This is now the second number ten I'm gonna give. Yeah, <laughs> this is second ten out of ten, like, and and I think I gave the first one to Demon
1: uh, Night of the Demons, and I think this one too. And I just like you said, it's the eighties feel, but like modern
0: and just yeah. Like I love this. Like the movie came out last Friday. It's Wednesday. I have watched this movie over seven times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this <clears throat> fucking movie. And I watch movies a ton of times, anyways, for reviews. But this being a brand new fucking movie, I had to watch it as many times as I fucking could. Yeah, because you enjoyed every single time, man. Oh, absolutely. You know, another and thing- every time I
1: watch it, I notice something different. Yeah. You think, honestly, if they had, if they had drink as much whiskey as they portrayed in this I'm pretty sure they would have been way more sloshier and fucking blacked out yeah cause I feel like almost the in Robo every Santa scene would have had no issues no. with annihilating them he would have walked up and just fucking stomped all of them out cause they all would have been just passed yeah, the fuck out yeah 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 um but uh other than that uh I would recommend it 10 out of 10 um what are we watching next time what's next <sighs>
0: I honestly don't know. I need to take a look at what's on the list. I know we discussed because this is the last movie for December. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we discussed somewhere towards the end of January doing the run of films with your daughter, but okay. we need to run it with her too. Um, I know we have dead alive, dead alive. on the list. Mm-hmm. I have that movie in the drive. for uh, We can't with, until after Christmas until Jesse's done. Yeah. Um, Fuck you. UPS. We'll, f- we'll, f- We'll figure something out. So I'm not going to say what we're doing next week because I honestly don't know yet. But by the time we record the next episode, I will have the next probably two months of shit (laughs) line the fuck up. Yeah. Because literally I had this one I threw in last week. But up until episode fifteen, that had been scheduled since episode three. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I pre-plan. I pre-plan, and not to ruin the illusion, people. We are not recording this the week that you hear it. We are actually a couple weeks ahead. <laughs> Time travel, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we always want to have an episode available just in case there's weeks that we can't record,
1: and it's happened. You know? Yeah,
0: um, or it, we
1: record it and it fucks
0: up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Hellraiser. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the land of tomorrow. Anything else you Mm. want to say about this movie? you want to say goodnight? I, uh, I am so fucking
1: happy I saw this. I cannot put into words how much fun from start to finish this shit was, but
0: no. See, this is another one of those movies I wish that you and I would have, because I know it was playing there. We could have seen it in theaters, Mm. but like the showtimes and it's our, it's, I get two nights off a week and mostly I'm working the night shift. Yeah. So I'll never get a chance to see it in the fucking theaters. We'll, we'll score something soon where
1: we both get to go and, and fuck around. Um, oh yeah. But uh, no, as always, I want to say, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, it's a blast. Go, go watch some movies, maybe some comedies, whatever, you're feeling, uh, go watch something and share it. Uh,
0: but other than that, uh, thanks again. And I'll talk to you later y'all. Yeah. Thank you very much for tuning in. Hope you all had a very scary Christmas. And tune in next week with what? I don't know. But as always, till next time, kitties. Thank you for listening to this. I'm moving radio. We hope you have enjoyed your time. Movie Pit Podcast each week for a new movie review podcast.
1: The Movie Pit is produced by Ryan Boozer
0: and Seth Chapman. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts. May not reflect the views of RMJ Media.